All right. This is Polo. This is Becky. We here. We coming. The battle continues. This is Born to Battle. Hey, Chris. Hi. Yes. What is it? Are you ready? Oh man, I'm ready today. Quick time. Alright, so on this episode, we are going to discuss diet and some of the things that Chris has done um, over the past couple years. Maybe talk about some things <laughs> from the past before the diagnosis and kind of just see why the diet is so important and how it can affect your body. And then uh, we'll kind of just go from there. How's that sound, Chris? That sounds wonderful. I'll join today. Awesome, awesome. As I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm watching a KFC commercial. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so I'm just seeing some fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and biscuits. Oh, well, okay, let me start off right from the beginning, man. All right. KFC, Popeyes, or churches, what do you pick? Or do you even pick them? Oh, I would go Popeyes for sure. A little, wow. little bit of spice, a little bit of spice in there. I think KFC is a little too bland. And then, honestly, I don't think I really had churches. Maybe once, but not that memorable. Fair enough, fair enough. Did you drop Popeye's chicken sandwich? I have. Oh, good, good. It's pretty good. I thought you would say that with that smile that popped on your face when I mentioned that. (laughs) Well, honestly, I'd still think I'd rather have Wendy's spicy chicken. Wendy's is a classic. Yeah. Oh, man, I remember. Oh, all the days in high school, late at night, driving to Wendy's, doing the value meal, and then posting up in the parking lot every Friday of Saturday night. Parking lot pimping. Absolutely. Guaranteed to see friends there. There's a spot to hang out and be around 185th. Yes, sir. All right, so what were, how did you eat prior to like, Growing up, even into adulthood, like, did you consider yourself like a healthy eater or I just eat whatever I want? More so I eat whatever I want. And even now, looking back on it, you assume a thing maybe you were healthy, but I would say I was nowhere near that. I barely ate vegetables or fruits or just anything that were quote-unquote supposed to indulge to finish at the dinner table, mm-hmm. that wasn't me. Give me a um, whole thing of lasagna, kinda salad. <laughs> Hamburgers, hot dogs, ribs, pizza, Chinese food, Mexican food. I just pounded everything down. No veggies, no salads, no fruits. Didn't exist. That was a waste of precious stomach space to me. Yeah, so you were about the, the carbs and the meats. Yeah, if it tastes good, I eat it. Gotcha. No, no, no care on which. It's pretty much a standard 
Western diet, which while very familiar with pop tarts, <laughs> cereals. That's what you start with. Pop tarts. Uh, uh, <laughs> right, breakfast food. Cinnamon brown sugar. That was my jam. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I was the same. I feel like, I mean, other than like when I was young, my parents would like kind of influence what I ate, obviously, uh, to be a little more healthy. But for the most part, just would eat whatever I want whenever I wanted and it didn't matter, right? I mean, you're hungry, you eat. And whatever is available, you eat. Absolutely. Like, breakers can't be choosers. And I think with both of our situations, we are fairly lean uh, most of our life, too. So we could eat whatever we want and never thought twice because, mm-hmm. like other people in middle school, high school, they could definitely add on weight very quickly. And I think we just got lucky on all honesty. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, when we were young playing sports, being an athlete, like you're just burning fuel, right? So mm-hmm. you could eat anything and everything in sight and it didn't matter. Uh, sure. But once we started slowing down, that's when uh, some weight started to pack on a little uh, bit, huh? <laughs> it caught up to both. We definitely went through a few phases where we ballooned up a little bit, yeah. trimmed down, ballooned up. And trim down to space. Come for a lot of people, like not always like a yo-yo diet, but it's hard sometimes. It mm-hmm. really is. Yeah, stay on top of it, and then not only just the diet aspect, but like staying active aspect. Like mm-hmm. it goes hand in hand. Obviously, if you have a good diet, it's easier to keep off weight. But yeah. If you're not eating healthy and then on top of that, you're doing very little active things, it's, it's going to add up real quick. It does. And once you become of age, you start drinking a little more. So those liquid calories are nothing to add up quick. Kind of like evolution that we've been on for. What we ain't just going about it round by way. Yeah, for sure. So with the the ALS diagnosis, what did you try to help just your body in general? Maybe even before the ALS diagnosis, um, did you try anything to try to help your body recover? So. Uh, yeah, I was always open to a lot of ideas because for me, with how I approach food, it's the one thing that you have complete control over and you can influence your body in positive and negative ways. Mm-hmm. So that has always helped me mentally um, be more grounded because I know in Tuesday certain things so it gives me that sense of control, like I said, which helps me in the long run for me personally. Um, because with ALS, there's so much unknown. My initial thought is, well, what can I control? Does it have a, does it make a difference? And what could be out of my control? 
that I have no ability to judge or change it. It is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, did you have or read anything that indicated um, that this sort of diet is is better for you? Or or how did you go about changing the food that you ate to, to try to help you? Yeah. Well, I looked at a lot of different approaches and gave them all, I think, honest consideration. But with the more that I would try to read about in terms of scientific studies that were replicated, I kept coming back to a more of a whole food plant-based diet. Now, there are so many variations where I think, oh, I'm a vegan, but a vegan can eat Oreos, which are amazing, and a lot of processed food that might not be as ideal. So I was, I kind of transitioned to that, cutting out meat and dairy from my diet, and would try to limit processed food, but honestly, I didn't really do that, so I didn't feel as much of a difference in terms of how my body would react to certain things. And then it was kind of an evolution of learning how my body would react to certain things. I tried keto at the beginning too, which is really tough and the so much meat. Uh, I did feel better, but there are parts where I felt like sluggish also. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't quite for me after I gave it a shot for a few months. Yeah. And then, I mean, right now you're basically, for the most part, vegetarian, would you say? Um, I would say overall, yes, I am. I lean that way a lot more because I think even besides the less, if I can be more of a whole food plant-based diet, I can at least limit the possibility of getting a stroke or some other disease killing me besides mm-hmm. ALS. So it's kind of put great things and nutritious things to my body. Overall, for me, think of what I think is my body the best shot and best chance. And a lot of it is just, yeah, listening to your body and how it kind of feels. When you cut things out for a while, you realize the cravings are a lot less. And yeah, it's a whole journey. Like I tell people what's the right thing to do and what's not, because that's not my not my prerogative. If something works for me and I can show people with the results, then you do what you want. But you gotta find what works best for you and yeah. I have a big thing too. Moderation. If someone tells you oh just moderation, they're full of BS. Because <laughs> moderation, I have no clue what that means. Yes, ten people 
you get 10 answers. You go in and you go get a cheeseburger, moderation to me, as many as I can eat. <laughs> With one person, that might be one by moderation to a bunch of BS to me. Fair enough, fair enough. Can, you guys can debate me whenever you want, but it's... So don't give Chris a moderation diet. Damn, <laughs> man, moderation, just whatever. Don't think once you buy ice cream, two or half. Give me that pint. Give me that pint. Right, right. See, that might be a moderation for you, but it's not for someone else. Yeah. And it's a tough one. Why choose more plant-based instead of more meat-based? Oh, absolutely. Um, how I look at it, I think cooking a, a, a cow or a pig most of the animals, like um, a lion or some of the carnivores, don't cook their food. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, it doesn't look appetizing ever, just strictly from potential evolutionary perspective. But if you look at an apple hanging from the tree, oh, that kind of looks yummy. I could just pick and eat it. So it's kind of like, well, what are we supposed to eat or what are we designed to eat? And what's tough is you never get a real concrete answer because with this day and age with the web and everyone thinking they know everything and what's going to cure and fix everything these days, you have to sift through a lot of bullshit and bad and People trying to tell you something because there's always someone trying to tell you. So, I like, well, what tastes good by itself? We have to do very minimal to it. And what could you forward for? Because even back in the day, the whole hunter gather mentality yeah, we're gatherers. It was hard to catch an animal and kill it. So, you look at like an animal that someone would eat, would be for a big celebration to have a year in there, which is probably all right. We as humans are super vegetarian, and we can do a lot of damage to ourselves and bounce back from it. I mean, shoot, doctors just tell us smoking was good. Um, so, yeah, I'll leave it that. <laughs> Yeah, fair, fair enough. Everyone becomes a expert at some point, and everyone always has something to say. That's why I know for me to do this, it's like I'm hesitant because I want people to find out what works for them and what they think is right, and it's a whole journey altogether. But yeah, it's funny when. Um, I like I'm a plant based and just stay away from processed food. The first question I get from everyone well, what about protein? And it's always funny because nobody ever used to worry about that. And now all of a sudden we do. So 
So I try to bring a different lens to why we're always asking this question. Just being very open to ideas and what is best for our bodies as pieces of That's my approach. Some people hate and probably turned off this podcast, but especially when you get diagnosed with ALS, it's like, well, if everyone's telling me, doctors and other people with ALS, oh, get down to meat, down to protein, down to all this. It's like, well, shit, all y'all are still dying and unchanged. <laughs> so I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm, I'd rather try the complete opposite because if we've been doing one thing our entire life and expect change to happen without changing what we do drastically, who's to say anything would ever happen anyway? It's like you get banging your head into the door. Oh, well, it opened. It opened. No, I mean, use the end open. Oh, I didn't think of that. But yeah. Well said, well said. Uh, So is there like a recommended diet that um, like if your doctor has told you this is, this would be good for you because of your diagnosis of ALS? Man, they gave me answers to everything. One doctor was like, oh, don't take the thing. So I'd be have a trail maker and I was like, oh good, so I can eat like McDonald's, ice cream, all this stuff. So do it. And like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, man, everyone's dying of heart disease where I don't think people used to a while ago. Don't quote me. <laughs> it's kinda of like a lot of people are getting sick, cancer, dying. So it's like, what do we do different um, versus other countries or small little islands? What are we doing different? That's always been the question I ask. Yeah, some doctors, they have no clue. Yeah, for sure. I just wasn't sure if, if there is, like, a recommended diet. Because, I mean, eventually your organs are are getting weaker, right? Mm. And that's going to be part of it. So I wasn't sure if that the diet change is, is something that they would recommend because of that. And as far as your body being processed those foods, but the only real recommendation they have is to transition to softer food, but that's because it becomes a choking hazard. I'm going to tell you, softer food, or when you're unable to eat uh, orally, then you get a feeding too. So everything comes in as a liquid straight to your stomach. They put a little tube in your stomach, and there it goes. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, a lot of your diet right now is smoothies, right? Yeah, I do. A lot of smoothies where I try to pack in as many greens as I can 
Lotus, Hail, Charge, Spring Mix, Arugula. I throw everything in I try to drink 64 ounces of green smoothies a day just to get lots of vitamins and minerals. Everything that I missed out on my life when I was too focused on my protein intake. <laughs> so I'm looking at other aspects. And then I'll just get down um, lots and lots of fruit. So you can see me two pounds of strawberry and what's eating more. A whole cantaloupe one. Seven mangoes. So yeah, fruit and green smoothies is what I'm doing currently. And then I'll reevaluate where I'm at, see how my body feels. In the middle of September, I'll kind of see where that's at. So, yeah. yeah, a lot of it is, I know I keep saying about, I just eat things and see how my body reacts after a few months and just go from there. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen you put down some fruit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not starving. And I certainly know there's um, like an observation I personally have seen is when I'll go eat something highly processed and cooked, it's very strange where I salivate uncontrollably and I want to eat more and more and more. Like I feel like I'm an addict almost. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I can't get enough. I, I honestly could say I don't know when to stop until I hit that point where I'm stuffed. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very different in now how I realize a whole day of smoothies and fruit. I feel very satiated and content and never stuffed to the point where I feel sick. So it's been a learning process to see how my body feels and reacts to certain things. But let me tell you guys, as bad as it seems, I'm a feckhead of heart through and through. So I'll even say this though. When dieting or just food in general, whatever goals people are going for, it is hard. And I know for me, I have to go very strict in cold turkey because if I give myself leeway, I easily bounce off and kind of go down the rabbit and binge and everything. So it's a really tough thing to deal with in terms of just eating quote unquote healthy. I feel like it's like an addiction almost, man. It's crazy. I agree. Catch me at in and out eating four cheeseburgers, no problem. That's the appetizer. This is the appetizer. Man, it's crazy. Cool, man. Day to day, what we got? So, day to day, I want to make sure that everyone. Oh man, this is gonna be bad. I want everyone to be safe. 
and they see where it's hot, man, and they see on pour water over your head, put the ice pack on your neck, put your bum on the ice pack, put your feet on the ice pack, do anything, cool down. But when you hear this, you will have already succeeded. So congratulations. You survived the heat. You made it. We all made it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been hot in Portland as well. Um, over the past few days, it's been over about 100 every day. So we feel you. We're feeling the heat, too. But we, we're getting through. We are. We are. One drop of sweat at a time. Dude, I got a lot of one time. I'm going to sweat through my T-shirt on the box. I'm going to need more. It's bad, man. I don't know what to do. Are you AC? What you mean? Yeah, but I still sweat. I'm not under the vent. Man. Mm. That's like top stuff. I got you. I got you. Yeah, in my room, I have no vent, no fan while we do this podcast. So I be sweating. Yeah, you do. Look at the hair. Turned up. We're going to move on to our ALS update. Chris, what you got for us today? So, uh, another ALS update. I know I've been talking to guys years off, but I was recently and I did an evaluation for communication devices. As you can tell, I don't sound the way I used to. A little tougher to hear me. A little tough for me to talk and be understood. So I went for an evaluation for something called eye-gazing technology where you drive on basically a tablet-like computer and you can Use your eyes all over, like the cursor. Click on buttons and everything. So I thought they're testing a few different products. Also, I tested some glasses that they put on, where instead of using your eyes, you move your hand side to side around focus. To be able to have focus on one particular letter or icon that you wish to click on. And uh, for my experience, I'll tell you what works for different people. But they have the glasses that work. But for me, the eye tracking system was superior in terms of how quickly my eyes move, then the evaluators were really impressed. They're like, why do your eyes go fast? You have a quick response, quicker than most any people they ever seen. So I felt good about that. My eyes will last for a long time. Nice. Then it's cool to try it out demo product and type with my eyes and use the computer with my eyes 
It is so amazing how far technology has come in terms of how I'm going to be extremely limited, but those limitations are being overcome with what they're doing these days. So it was a really cool experience, and I'll be working to get my eyes and fairly soon, just because also with my hand as I said on another episode. A little more challenging, so texting and everything, freaking and tough and frustrating. So, again, close. I'll try to, I gotta try a few more brands just to see how they work, what I like. Mm-hmm. I'm on my bar. Yeah. Are the operating systems like is that what is different as far as or like the user interface? Yeah, the user interface a little bit. Some are compatible with Apple's iOS system and some are not. But um I've been an Apple fan person my whole life. Apple products so it's looking like for what I could do, the Windows 10 program will be a little better for everyday life mm. on down the road. And some have a little nuances where just find what works a little bit better because I'm doing my due diligence the way I find the right one because once I get my device went through Medica, I have for five years, and then I get a new one. Or else I have to pay out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that ain't cheap. No, sir. Well, that's cool. I'm glad glad to hear that it's progressing and you're moving along, and um, I'll be excited to, to see how that looks and how you're able to operate that. Yeah, stay ahead of the game and still be able to communicate. There's so much of communication at these days is text, email, on an electronic uh, device. So the ease of it will be a nice thing. And what I notice too is when they get a lot of technology or transition Always transition the right time so that I, I get it exactly before I need it. Yeah, for sure. I think that's important. And luckily, you're able to do that. So that's good. I'm very true. I'm in a very good situation. I always tell myself that there are other people out there in life that are a lot worse off. So I'm lucky. No doubt, no doubt. Well, thank you again for sharing that. Um, I understand you have something for hood news today. Oh, I do. I do. What the hood's going to tell us. Yeah. So. What, what, what the hood got for us? There's a bandit out on the loose. A bandit? Uh-huh. 
oh, what they steal or what they what are they doing? And they're pooping all over the chairs in the backyard. It's a bird banner. Bird poop everywhere. So this is where it comes from. I think and I need to help if I'm right. One, I need to help how do I stop it? And yeah, I need to help where it stems from. I think there was a little birdie and they always trying to make a nest right by our window in the little gutter gutter thing. We kept pulling it out, throwing it on the ground. It kept chirping, making noise. And we didn't want a bird nest in there thanks to our wires. So we stuck some like tickle wire in the the bird can't get in there anymore. Yeah, to block it off. So is that who's pooping all of my damn chairs? Probably. Karma. Come around. Yeah. Have you when did this start happening? I'm best. Two months. Okay. So, but you don't have any nests around you? No nests. They're booming on the chair. Next to our outdoor table, which is under a canopy. And they only boom on one chair every time. So, All them in the ground. <laughs> So they go, they go and sit on this chair and poop. Yeah, I mean, I think it's got to be someone I knew who hates me, who passed away, and became a bird. <laughs> That's, it could be very possible. I'm sorry, I always bring up poop. Oh, man, it's like a hood news ritual. The hood is full of shit. <laughs> oh, man, it really is. It really is. And then tell that bird to go poop on the girlfriend and see a fight break out between them. Crushing it. Always and forever. Just like we crushed in this episode. I know, I know, man. We killed it. R.I.P. this episode. I know. We did. Well, still, people think. I'm like, man, how am I listening to this? And I'm in this food, but hey, I'm trying it. I ain't got nothing to lose. They already gave me a few years. What's the worst that's gonna happen? What they already told me? I got nothing to lose in the and try something reasonable. And I couldn't maybe help. Cause um I do know something. When I would eat certain food, my voice would get really stuffy. And it would be a lot harder to talk than even before. Somehow I could still get up from my winter. Certain food, more processed food, I wouldn't be able to bounce up out of my chair on my own. I need help. But when I was getting lots of fruits ready, 
cooked whole grain and worked better. So you can't tell me no have some effect. How much I love, I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. The whatever you're inputting to your body definitely has an impact on uh, your body's output, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Chris, you you want to tell the people where they can uh, find us? Oh, I'm my house. <laughs> no, that, that is that is one place to find you. Yeah, oh, Chris. No, you can find us on backofthebattle.com on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, along put together the pretty sweet t-shirts that are available for fundraising Check them out and even a heads up down the line as it gets close to the marathon performance we're going to put out marathon t-shirts so we're working on it brainstorming ideas but we'll keep people posted I'd love to see a hundred packets battle t-shirts when we were running around the island screaming, all kicking butt, making everyone know and learning here about ALS, all of us together. Ultimately, the goal is to raise additional funds for Chris, so just another avenue to do so. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate any support we can get on that. Again, you can find it on BeckettBattles.com. doing it. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. Whoa.